Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Played in Full, your weekly update on everything TV, film and media. This week, you are joined by me, CJ Edwards, and one of my co-hosts. This is going to be a quick, all-killer, no-filler episode, but you're joined by me, once again, CJ Edwards, and my co-host, Jude. How are you, Jude? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm on the moon after yesterday. A nice little Carabao Cup win for Liverpool, but um, also a chance for me to... Yeah, well, Saturday was a chance for me to go cinema again and do my catch-ups. I managed to watch um, Wicked Little Letters, which is... Okay. That film is brilliant. It took me by surprise. I'm going to... I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I was supposed to go yesterday, um, but I I couldn't. Um, So I'm probably going to go, like, either tomorrow or Thursday. So, but I will be there. You know what? It's is. I feel like it's um, on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway, it's yeah. It's not really received the best of welcome rooms and Metacritic as well. But for okay. what it was, I think it's a really tidy, decent film, and informed me of so much. I loved the the tie-ins with the different kind of themes it was going for. It looks like a pure comedy, but it turns mm-hmm. into a very humane story about femininity like within an era and yeah based on a true story as well so yeah the residents of little hampton like starting receiving letters filled with obscenities and hilarious profanity and yeah it's just about the connection between people and the different experiences of women within this little town but yeah Well, that's, that's cool. I can't wait to watch that. Um, but yeah, you know, you said something there about um, Rotten Tomatoes and I think we should just get straight into it um, about a film that wasn't well-received on Rotten Tomatoes and it broke my heart, um, which is the Bob Marley film, One Love. I know you've been itching. You've been itching um, to talk about this. But I want to give yeah. the... I want to give like the listeners a breather. Actually, what else have you been watching? Because yeah, I actually saw a few bangers last week. I was doing like my Do you know what? So, as well, yeah. Um, what did I watch last week? I watched. I went to the cinema like five times. I rewatched the Iron Claw. Still great. Uh, um, I watched obviously Bob the Bob Marley film twice. Um, I watched Dune two, which is great. Yeah. Well, we we, we will we will talk about that. Don't you worry yeah. about that. We will talk about yes, that. That's com- that episode's coming. But um, yeah. Uh, in time, in terms of film, now I haven't been really watching anything like that apart from the films I just stated. Um, but obviously, we're going to talk about Bob in a sec. And 
I've been talking about the American. I've been I've been watching the Americans on um on Disney Plus. Uh, I did rewatch yeah. it. If you, um, so it's about like the Cold War, um, around the Cold War, and it's about like these Russian spies that are like tr- like, um, are in like eighties America or seventies America, blah blah, um, yeah, and then like they they're just they're just trying to obviously gain information for for their country, as they put it, but yeah, um, interesting. It sounds it sounds quite like um what is it based on a true story? Is it like a documented thing? Um no, so it's like a it's like it's just like a series, isn't it? Um it might be true. I'm not too sure how but obviously I know that during the Cold War and that Russian spies were in all over plotted around like America, so um it is something. Um Ooh, also I did forget actually, we did have the SAG Awards yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. He did. So is the so SAG obviously stands for Screen Actors Guild Awards, um, and I didn't see it, but I saw all through throughout Twitter that Oppenheimer dominated, um, which I love. Um, I but yeah, did you did you get to see it at all? So I didn't. I was literally. I was. Um, how can I say it politely? I was intoxicated due to the affairs of. But yesterday, it's not a film. Screaming. But yeah, it was a very, very good. Uh, yeah, that is a that is a bad copy paste of information. But yeah, very, very good day for me yesterday. And also, I've got back into the habit, actually, like to comment more on some things I was watching. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do uh, a quick catch up of awards because, as you know, there's always like one or two films, maybe... Uh, a short film or documentary that slips through the cracks that I don't get to see. So that being said, I thought, let me do my, my documentary catch up. And um, so I've watched two documentaries so far for Bobby wine, the people's president about the Ugandan president elect that has been campaigning for uh, freedom in Uganda from Museveni's regime in which he's been, like, he's on his eighth term of presidency in Uganda. And, um, yeah, the country's kind of at a standstill. And so, yeah, that was a really informative, emotional documentary. And it even has a lot of ties to Bob Marley. So I probably Mm. should have described it first. But um, speaking on that tie-in, Bobby Wine essentially does, like, Ugandan reggae music. I'm hoping I'm getting a genre correct, but... His music is about empowerment. It's about freedom. It's about teaching people. It's about connecting with people. And I, I found that really, I found that really beautiful. It, it was amazing to see like how that culture impacted our own back home. And then moving on, I watched um, Twenty Days in Mariupol, and that is an underground documentary film about Mariupol and about like Ukraine and the war going on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was fascinating. I, I can really see why it's touted to to win the awards. I'll be, it might be a little bit, I don't, I don't want to say biased because I'm pretty sensitive when it comes to topics of war, but it might be one of those ones where the awards want to reflect the empathy of the nation, you know, like with the countries obviously quite focused on being pro-Ukrainian as opposed to pro-Russian. 
So, yeah, I think that might pull the emotive win at the Academy Awards. But, yeah, aside from that, I've still got a few more documentaries to go. And on the SAG Awards, no, I, I didn't get to, to see it. I just saw a few a few clips that were, were dear to my heart. Like, um, Ayo Edabiri, like, one outstanding performance by Fumo Atom in, in, in The Bear. And also Jeremy Allen White picked up the outstanding performance by a male actor in comedy series too so yeah the bear done some amazing things pedro pascal um, outstanding performance by a male actor in the drama series for the last of us and elizabeth debicki from the crown also in a drama series Sick. but yeah like it, it seemed like um beef and the bear got his love yesterday at the at the sag awards and i really loved that and Obviously, Oppenheimer is always going to pick up the the biggest one. But you know what kind of surprised me a little bit? The outstanding performance by uh, a stunt ensemble. Actually, not really, actually. But I do think Barbie was quite like a quite a great ensemble of, of characters. Is a, is a very mm-hmm. good collection. But Mission Possible probably rightfully won that. And Robert Downey Jr. continues his... Yeah, his run of just being appreciated again. He's his renaissance. His, his This is his renaissance era. And I love it for him because I remember at the time when like Tropic, a Tropic Thunder came out, I thought, <laughs> a bit controversial, the blackface era was in full boom. But I looked at that and I just thought, Rob, he's really kind of embodied the character the media has like described of him, if you get what I mean. Like he's... Mm-hmm taking on that bit of that jokey role when it comes to, to acting and stuff. But yeah, Iron Man, Revival, and now he's very well on course for just more great things. So I love that for him. 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at some of the winners here. So obviously he said that, um, so I just want to shout out Succession for winning Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble, by an ensemble in a Drama Series. Um, yeah. Uh, Pedro Pascal won uh, Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Drama Series. Um, and what else won? Um, oh, and then, yeah, uh, Lily Gladstone won uh, Outstanding... What did she win, sorry? She won something for Thingy. Did she not? Or did I read that wrong? Oh, uh, yeah, no, Outstanding Performance by a She female. said, yeah, Outstanding Performance by a female actor uh, in a leading role um, for Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, I really liked Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, and a lot of people didn't, but yeah. Um, and then obviously Oppenheimer won um, for uh, Outstanding Performance by a, motion ca- uh, by a cast in a motion picture. And then Killian Murphy won again in... Uh, Male, uh, male, the male actor category. Um, now, uh, so, and Joe Randolph as well for outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role. Oh, um, in the holdovers, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I always, I love the, this. Like, I, I feel like this love. is, I feel like this is the first year where when I've watched the when I'm because obviously I will watch the Oscars. Like I, I want Oppenheimer to win, but I won't be mad if any other films win. Oh. Jude has left the building. Okay, so that was 10. 
Don't worry, I've, I've wrote it down, I've wrote it down, I've wrote it down. Um, so... Cool. Um, yeah, so first time, this is, so this is the first time I'm like watching the Oscars. First time, this is the first time where I'll be watching the Oscars and thinking, yes, I want Oppenheimer to win, but I'm not mad if anything else wins. Like I looked at the, th- I looked at all the, all the films that are nominated, and I'm like, I, I, I haven't watched all of them, so I do, I do need to watch like Maestro. I still need to watch Poor Things, um, yeah. and I'm gonna watch American Fiction. I might go watch that today, actually. I think you'd really um, love Poor Things, by the way. I'll give it a chance, and I did think it was a horror film, so I weren't trying to watch it. In it but yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you looked at that and thought it was a horror film. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't remember someone who told me that, and I think that yeah, but um, Never but yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch them and then decide but like even if anatomy of a fall wins i will be happy like i'll be happy um i just want to do i do, I do want to say looking at those awards though from the sag awards that won um and i did see um jeremy allen white's comments about like um the iron claw saying he's not really fussed he's like he's not really fussed about the awards it's just how how the characters come across listen when i watched the iron claw again it, it made me shake my head and say, how is this not nominated for it? Zac Efron. I, Zac Efron needs reparations on it. He might be the first white man of all time to need reparations. Like He actually needs them. I can't lie. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Um, because, yeah, hey. I think that's the best performance of his career. That's, that's the best performance of his career. And like, just on a second time over, when you know what's going to happen, like everything is deeper. Like it's just peak, man. And... Awesome. This is exactly why I keep hammering on about that scene with Pam and him in a restaurant. When you watch it again, mm-hmm. you see what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, when she hugged him and that. It was, yeah, like, there's certain things in film because they didn't have to, some filmmakers, they wouldn't add that little moment of the embrace. They might just have added the dialogue of her saying, I'm, I'm sorry, or maybe a hand-touching hand moment. Or they might have left it to the suspense of later on in the film where mm-hmm. then they do later on have that embrace. But mm-hmm. it was just so finely done. And you could see from the shots, the emotions they wore on their face, like they were in yeah. a place. They were in a place, man. And it was a beautiful place that. that yeah, De- definitely, definitely love that. Um, so, yeah, is that is that everything that, that you want to speak about in regards yeah, to the Saga Awards? I'm, I'm ready to get into this. I've got some, I've got some comments. All right, cool. So, Bob Marley, let's start. I, I I will lead as the as the resident Jamaican, as I always say on here. Um, yeah. Uh, f- f- saw the film, thought it was gonna be, thought it was gonna be okay. Um, from the trailers and stuff, and a lot of people didn't agree. But I don't know, man. It just had something that looked a bit like special to me, like. Mm-hmm. Just seeing certain things and like 
I, I don't know. Like, I'm a big fan of biopics. Like, think people know that's my bag. Um, you know, pe- people do feel funny about them. Um, on this pod, but they are my, ba- they are firmly my bag. I like learning. I like finding out new information about people right. that I didn't know before. But I felt like I knew, I felt like I knew more things going into this one than I have watching any other biopic in my life. Um, little backstory. So obviously, um, like I say, I'm Jamaican, um, not, I'm not going to say not born and raised, uh, but my dad is firmly like a massive Bamali fan, like any probably Jamaican man in his sixties or seventies. Um, so he saw a lot of it, um, firsthand and he actually went to the rainbow concert in 1977 in London where Bob was supposed to do two shows, but he only did one because of his foot, which obviously was because he had cancer, but he never knew at the time. So I think that was mad seeing as well. Um, because I've also seen that, but what I will say is within seeing that performance or the performances uh, that are around it, like the ones in Belgium and stuff like that. Shout out to Kingsley Benadia because he studied the way Bob moved on stage perfectly. Like the little intricacies and it looks like he's like, like he's feeling the music. That is, that is what stood out to me. Like he's like, he copied him perfectly. Um, I always forget the lady's name, but she's amazing. The the actress who plays Rita Marley. Yes. Yep, she is insane. She was great. It was great seeing her play a Rasta. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was good seeing the story. I think the actors were great. I think Rita was great. I think Kingsley Benadir was great. Um, I even think the guy, the, the English guy, he was like, jazz band and rock and roll, man. Like, that was amazing. Even like the little, even like the little intricacies of like, like just being... Jamaican, so you know when like oh we forgot to hit the little spoiler let me just so obviously that's our spoiler warning um but yeah even in the film where like do you know when bob beats up his um his tour manager yeah and they're helping him up and when they're helping him up they're saying like little comments in power now obviously i just started laughing because that I've seen that where people get like people might be in a falling out or whatever, or someone might get punched. But they'll, but Jamaicans will make light of out of every situation possible, and I thought that was the gold in the film, like the like the little parts there. Yeah. Um, I think what was bad, what I didn't like was I think if you're gonna do a biopic, you do it correctly, and what yeah. I mean by that is, you know, there was only a glimpse of Damien Marley's mother. Did you clock where it was? Um, the scene where she looks back. She looks back at him and he's in the phone booth, right? That, well, I don't think I don't think that was her. What I think was her. Mm-hmm. Do you know when I that might have been her, but she didn't look because remember Damien Marley's mum's a white lady, isn't it? Yeah, she's um, white. I think what the scene was is when. Do you know when he's going around and he's seeing he's like with Miss World or Miss? I think she's Miss World. She's Miss World in the film. I believe that is it. I might be wrong and it might be Miss Universe, but Damien Marley's mum is like a Miss Universe slash Miss World, whatever title she holds. And when I saw that, I was like, "That's her. That's his. That's supposed to be his mum." Um. Yeah. So I didn't like. I didn't like that because, like, essentially when Bob was dying. Uh, which mm-hmm. which many people don't know. 
Rita and Damian Marley's mother were like living in the same house, looking after him. Also, Bob Marley has 12 children with um, how many different baby moms? We only saw about six. Uh, And we didn't see the connection of him and the the children, which which I, 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 I get, I get, but it just looked like it could come off as like he was a deadbeat father. Cause he just didn't business about his kids. That's what it looked like. Um, yeah. And then also, um, what I didn't, what I, what I would have preferred is, I would have preferred a bit like, more. Like, she was um, huh? Cindy, Cindy Breakspear. She was Miss World. Yeah. So there you go. So that's where, that's where the little, where you see him hogging Miss World. That's who is my, is Damien's baby mum is. Um, uh, and then I think the last part that I didn't like, or what I would have preferred is, I feel like we only got two thirds of the story. Um, meaning obviously Bob was already Bob in Jamaica mm-hmm. and then he went to England and whatever, blah, blah. But I feel like we didn't get, although we got like flashbacks of him on the guitar and stuff like that. I feel like we could have spent more time with Nesta yeah. and finding out who Nesta was. I really um, liked those when he was like Nesta with, the whalers because like growing up my um and sorry to yeah. off, but growing no, up no. my dad always used to play vinyls of Bob Marley and the Whalers. So mm-hmm. I literally from a baby and I always say this, like the two artists that if I'm feeling any type of way, my heart's in pain. If I listen to Bob Marley or Michael Jackson, I will get better. Like those are my songs that bring me mm-hmm. to some kind of semblance, some kind of peace. And so, yeah, I really wanted to understand that, but I felt like through the indications with the direction or rather the weight of the film, this is what they were going to do with it. And it was like, I already saw it. And by the trailer, I could see, yeah, we are probably getting, like you said, two thirds of the story. Even though I don't know the entirety of the story, Mm -hmm. um, the feeling of it, it felt like, maybe one third of the story, especially with all the implications of, like you said, the other baby mothers, the yeah. rise up of Bob Marley in Jamaica. And even the, I wasn't entirely comfortable with the world montage. You know what I mean? It's like once he starts to take over the world, quick montage, and then it shows the scenario in which his foot is injured. And it was like, I felt like yeah. they could have embellished that part more. They could have brought, more of that to life to show the other artists that he he spent time with. Um, yeah, of course. Shows like yeah. the moments in which he in which he spoke, which triggered other nations. The use of his music all around the world in different spaces, not even just after his death, but whilst he was still remaining. Because yeah, growing up from like the documentaries, the videos, and stuff that I saw of Bob Marley, it felt like people have been using his music and the way they do today since back then as well so yeah i really wanted to see how he connected but yeah man like um i've got more to say on this but i want you to finish what you have to say first because i want to prompt your response in this yeah um so yeah just like i wanted to spend more time with nesta um and yeah essentially like I, the, the the last my last point was going to be my last point. Some of them English accents were coming through though, and that's that's that was just the funny part for me. But apart from that, 
I did like the film. I think he's getting... And I, like I said it when I came out of there, I said, I want an apology from all of you lot. Because um, it's like, it's not as bad as what people think. And I think... And I, and I think, like, a lot of... A lot of, like... All right, I, I was listening to um, a podcast I used to do with a friend yesterday and we were talking about G we were talking about genius I was in my Kanye bag and whatever listening to that and I remember we listened I listened to the episode we did about genius and my friend said on there you know it's not been well received by a lot of um a lot of people a lot of critics because essentially these are 50 50 40 year old white men who probably aren't invested in it as much as we are no, no, no. I'm saying, no, I'm saying on Kanye Genius, on Kanye Genius. That's, that's, because it wasn't well received at the time, and it, because a lot of reviews said nothing happened. But to me, yeah. that was like lightning in a bottle watching Genius. Did you get it? Yeah. And to bring it onto this point with the Bob film, I feel like, yes, although Bob Marley's a big cultural figure and the impact is way bigger than what we can imagine, I do feel like some of the reviews that I have read are unfair and probably coming not coming from the same place i am where they're gonna obviously feel loads of different things towards the film than i would because you know they probably just don't know as much as i as as much as i did uh before going in and there was things i didn't know like i didn't know that simadan was a bob marley tune i i really don't know how i never knew that um I never, like, my dad and my mum's favourite, like, one of my mum's favourite songs, used to hear it all the time. But I never knew that was a Bob song. Like, I, I didn't. Like, which is, ma- like, when it, when it started playing, I was like, huh? This is crazy. Like, how did I not know that? Did you get it? Yeah. But, like, but, yeah, I just feel like some of the reviews maybe in a bit of ignorance, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Don't get me wrong, the script's not the best. I'm not saying it's a 10 out of 10, but it's definitely not a 36 or whatever it was first reported on Rotten Tomatoes. It's definitely not that. Um, I think more... I said 82, I would have been happy with. I would genuinely give it a 70, 75 around there. That's for me. I I respect it. Am I allowed to go now? Yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. That's that's it, that's it. Leading off that point, I watched... um, My immediate reaction was, I felt really good with it. So I think I came to the group chat and I said, I basically indicated that you're right. Like, I enjoyed the film. Um, I might not be able to give it like a a 70 or 100 or even like a 7 out of 10. But that's only because I was looking at the weight of the film. Like, I'm the type of person that, and also a bit of a tangent, but you know, music, art, just leaders of people who have changed the world through their art, right? Like, I always held a different kind of respect for artists like that. So, for instance, like a Tupac, he mm-hmm. he created music in order to speak to people, to speak to people about community. In terms of the reaction to an artist like that, I feel like loads of people can be hypercritical as if they don't want to if they don't like their music, it's like they don't want to admit the fact that they changed the world in a different way as opposed to their music, their presence as a person and a being. And so considering a Bob Marley film, when I first heard of this, I thought, surely 
this is going to be such a massive film. This is going to be a film that could change the world. Like that's mm. honestly how I felt. Maybe it was childish of me, but I I, I, I get said, it. I get it. I get it. Bro, like I said this in one of my comments in the in the group chat, one of my long voice notes that I send. I said, for me, if pitched correctly, if put together correctly, and directly directed well, a Bob Marley film could have the same weight as an Oppenheimer. Am I wrong? Am I wrong in believing that? Because you're talking about a man that has changed the world. Like, more people in the world know who Bob Marley is than they know about Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is a thing that became a thing because of this film, because of the Barbenheimer thing. Like, before that, people weren't walking around saying, I am the bringer of death or whatever that quote quote was. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless you were like a, a, a historian, someone with, an investment on that once upon a time of life, Oppenheimer wasn't a household name. He became a household name through Nolan, through Killian Murphy, through the film and everything that was put into it. A Bob Marley film should be something that if you're making and you're trying to make it right, budget has to be like 350 mil for me. I don't give a shit. It, 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 has, it has to be. Like, yeah. Bob Marley changed the world. He changed... He changed yeah. the form of protest, and it, and it has and it, and it has to be and it has to be longer. That was another thing. Actually, he was very yeah, short. Yeah, it me. has to be longer. Like if this was a, a two hour forty minute or two hour thirty minute Bob Marley film, I would have been super happy with that. Like because the man deserves it. He's changed the world. He's changed how we protest against war. Like it's it's literally not a joke to me. Like you can't. Like I don't. Um, for example, Elvis, another another biopic. Look at the reaction Elvis got in comparison to Bob Marley. Who is Elvis in comparison to Bob Marley? Elvis is a man that has literally taken music from black artists and sold it to a white audience that wasn't receiving those black artists. So part of me was also kind of kind of vexed and annoyed at the response because, again, on another side of things, I feel like, Black works of art are hyper-critiqued. And these film reviewers, it's nasty work from them because they actually know that, one, studios aren't trying to commission loads of stories like this. Two, they're not going to give the budget that they they deserve. Like, yeah, so there's like a, a whole spread of problems that impact films like this and stop them being as great as they should be for me. Like, Bob Marley is a film that should have have the power to change the world and prevent or just helped indicate people to war. Like he brought, like even the scenes that they showed at the end of the the film of him bringing the yeah. two political parties together to be like, how many mm. how many artists can say they've done that? The only other person that I know that's done something like that is Didier Drogba, Ivory Coast Civil yeah. War. Yeah, like when yeah, when their mum won the cup, he went and brought the rebels together and said, "Please, can we make peace?" Like, and they followed it. Like, these are people bigger, like, they're essentially larger than life. Even though I try not to place so much respect on to people, but even in the film, the message of a Rasta, like, the only Rastas that I know have been, like, through, like, my older cousin and stuff like that. And growing up, I didn't used to understand when they said I and I and stuff like that. But it's, like, gradually understood it over time. Because it's, like, you are mine, I am 
we. You get it? Like, and I thought that was also a super powerful way to interject that into the film, but they could have... Oh, what, the iron sitting? Yeah, you know what I mean? They could have exposed 100%. that so much more. Like, it had Bob Marley's philosophy in there. It had the Rasta's philosophy in there. It had uh, elements of political protest. It, it showed, like, their unique relationships. It showed, like, the fallout in Jamaica of what he was trying to achieve and the reaction once they realised, like, this is greater than their immediate settings. Like, yeah. there was so much life indicated that I just feel like they couldn't bring to fruition. And it's sad because, again, like you were saying about the reaction, you're getting people slate it as if, as if it didn't do the job that it wanted to do. It, just, just, yeah. just, just to cut you there. So I'm writing yeah. tomatoes now. It's a 42%. Um, with 167 reviews, but the audience score with over 2,500 reviews is a 92%. You see know what I mean? Like, like people were largely okay with it. And then even to add to that, I watched um, a podcast. This is a Jamaican podcast called The Fix on YouTube, because mm. whenever I watch a film like this, I always try to go to the most relevant source. And yeah, like, the fix is just a collection of three different like young Jamaican creatives all talking about relevant topics within the the Caribbean and yeah they got a really good show on YouTube so I suggest you guys check that out but mm -hmm. when they reviewed this movie they literally reiterated all the points that you did however they actually felt like Lashana Lynch's um accent wasn't as wasn't as good as as Kingsley's but I think that's probably because she didn't have to... It's not like there's a whole spread of content on Rita Marley to study her, you know what I mean? She went in there with her. Kind of yeah, they said Kingsley really... Like you said, he studied the character to a T. He watched loads of unreleased... Unreleased, like, um, videos and recordings of, of Bob in order to embrace that character. And so they're... Their review was actually they liked it, and they were talking about how so many people have have gone to see it. Like it's a film that's really got everybody in Jamaica talking. But I'm talking to people back home here, and they're saying, "Oh, it's rubbish. I don't know why a Jamaican guy's not playing it." They're saying all of these things, and I think that's a hypercritical nature of our community. You know what I mean? Like we're extending that, and then the fact that the investment in the film in order to produce it is not of the level of... I, I have a friend that said to me, he's not going to watch it because he doesn't want to support it. And I said, but bro, like, he said he will He said he said will watch it, but he's going to find another way to watch it. And I was like, but bro, that's that's dumb. Like, that's not going to yeah, make it watched. Do you get it? But yeah. it's what it is, bro. It's what it is, isn't it? Like, it's just, it is what it is. But it's yeah, jarring, it is jarring, oh, yeah. but... This is where we're at. Like, this is where we're at. But yeah, like, just to, to reiterate my point again on the Oppenheimer comparison, like, what level of documentary, if you can contrast it with any that has occurred in the past, or biopics, rather, would you have wanted Bob Marley to exist on? Because, yeah, I believe if you draw all of the resources you can, it really could be as big as Oppenheimer. They didn't even have to centre the thing on Bob himself. It could have been a film about protest and the usage of his songs spread over 
all the different countries around the world because, like I said, Palestine, um, Congo, Ghana, Nigeria, America. Here, like, during the protests that I've been here since even the, the lockdown ones, Bob Marley's music was playing and empowering us. So what are we doing here if we're giving man, like, 145 minutes or something in a film? Yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, But, yeah, I'm, like... I just wanted the film to be good and to me the film is good. I gave it I think I gave it a 3.5 on Letterbox. Um I might have even gave it a, I might have even gave it a 4. I can't remember. Let me go check. Let me go actually check. And Letterbox if you're listening, I'm going to work for you soon. I'm telling you. I'm actually going to do it. I gave it a three and a half. I gave it a three and a half. Um shout out to Brad Pitt as well cuz he was an executive producer. Yeah. That made me and that made me and my friend Lewis when we went. We was like Brad Pitt. Like at the same time, it was really funny. Um, everything would be Irie. Yeah, everything would be Irie. But yeah, I love uh, it. I love but yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm I, like, I, like, I'm really, I'm, I'm not really happy with it. I'm just happy with it. Like it's okay. And I feel like if you didn't go into the film knowing anything about Bob Marley, you've left with knowledge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's all. That's all I can give. My only gripe, actually, with the film. Let me let me start. Actually, they done the Exodus album. Yeah, cool. They done Natural Mystic. Cold way to do it, by the way. Cold. I didn't rate that song as much, but now I've been banging it ever since. Um, they did obviously Exodus, but like, why did I not hear the the recording sessions for Waiting in Vain? Why 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 did I not hear that? <laughs> Like, do you know how big Waiting in Vain is? Waiting in Vain is probably the best Bob Marley tune of all time. I'm beat like I'm being delicious. Even like, even like the Three Little Birds and the One Love, like Three Little Birds being on Exodus and not being in the film is crazy. Do you get it? Yeah, yeah. So like, and even the heathen, like the heathen. Like, I feel like they should have done what they done with um. Bohemian Rhapsody, where you saw all the big hitters being made, even if yeah. it was like little one, two, because obviously we got like Exodus, we got Turn Your Lights Down Low, like the beginnings of it, obviously. But I only think Turn Your Lights Down Low is only big because of the remix, personally. Because the actual song's good, but like the remix with Lauren Hill is crazy. Like, I, I love both versions, they're very dear to my heart. But yeah, I, I get yeah, um, I think. They, yeah, that remix definitely gave it like a second lifeline. Yeah, it gave it a second wind, hundred percent. But um, yeah, one love should have been in it. Um, and then yeah, waiting in vain. I do like jamming, but waiting in vain is my thing in it. Like even, yeah, the perfect solid. time, the per- the perfect time for that. Yeah, they could have moved when he found out about rehab because they had a, they basically had an open relationship, bro. Yeah, they could have moved when he found out about that, and then he went into the studio and made waiting in vain. Crazy. Listen, in twenty tw- in twenty fifty or forty six, whenever, because they're gonna do another one eventually. Because they do always re- reshoot things in it and rehash yeah. new ideas. Bring me on board to the Bob Marley film. I'm dead. Trust me. Listen, yeah, that, that that's gonna be. It's it's a shame that it's gonna be, have to be that long. But like I said, that is the next one has to be the big one that draws yeah. in everything because. A lot of these things are dated as well. Like, unfortunately, people do pass away. Like, whilst people are still alive and around 
I believe we should try to fulfill these stories, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, listen, yeah, yeah, you, you that's, were that's... valid. Go on, you? Yeah, yeah, I was. No, I, no. I, felt, I felt validated. I felt validated, honestly. Um, but yeah, listen, we're gonna get out of here now, though. Um, because as I said, it was all killer, no filler pod. Um, but I just want to say the next one we're waiting for. Amy, hey, 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 you're waiting for that. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. If I, if it's uh. Remember, I told you when it look. All I'm gonna say on this, yeah, if that is more well, if no, if that is more well received, and I go to the cinema and it's worse, we are starting a dialogue. But anyway, that's all I gotta say. I, I think it looks okay. I think it looks okay. Don't get me wrong; the set pictures looked horrible, but then when they colorized it and whatever and graded it, it looks a bit better for me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, I- if I go in there. And it's worse than the Bob film, and it's highly re- higher rated than the Bob film. I'm finding some critics, and we're gonna start a dialogue. We're gonna bring them on. Listen, yeah, like honestly, we need to we need to have a discussion because certain stories are not being treated properly. And I I saw the trailer for that on Saturday, and it was really bad. Like the it. I don't. I don't know if it, it was really bad in terms of imagery or the sound, but the sound was terrible. It felt like it felt like the sound edit was voice notes. It, it felt like they all spoke into voice notes and they just put it onto onto the screen. Like I'm, I'm I don't know. It's yeah. It's, it sounds really weird, but hopefully. Well, it comes out the twelfth of April anyway, so I'll be there. Ugh, my birth, my birth month. And they release it in March. Because I want right. something good in in, in, your, in March. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's, that's, that's the film. That's the start of like thingy season, blockbuster season now. Yeah, let me go see. But yeah, I, swear man, Planet, it's, it's, I swear Planet of the Apes comes out in um in, in April. Hmm. Is it? That's it might be April or May. It might be April or May. Because if, if that's <gasps> okay, yeah, no, that's a full yeah. smile. But listen, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. well, yeah, there we go. That's another good film that's going to come out, but yeah, we're out of here. So, thanks for joining us. Um, thank you, Jude. It's been a great pod. Um, no, we got through this quickly, and I'm glad that you liked it, but yeah, um, we're gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see if we can do a little poll to see if people liked it so they can like put it on Spotify or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we'll that see you next week. Love. Love. Sports Social Podcast Network.